This generation has been causing us to tear out our hair. But I am a millennial. Every fucking time one of them does the slightest little thing, they fucking celebrate as if they fucking accomplished something huge. I'm a millennial. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a millennial. So I want everything to evolve around me. Self-interested. Unfocused. Lazy. Millennial. The most educated generation we've ever had. Millennials put a lot of value in development. We want free food and beanbags. I'm really bad at drinking from bottles. I you're supposed to like pour it in your mouth, right? Like that's how normal people drink from mm -hmm. bottles. But I do like I like I like kind of suck it out. <laughs> I Not hate from this kind of bottle. But I hate when the, people do that. I know, especially with beer. And then it like foams up, and you're like. Or the I kind can't. of person that uh, puts pressure on a bottle when oh, they drink no, it. That I don't do. Like no. gravity is not enough for you, or <laughs> how, how how thirsty are you? <laughs> it's just like I need more. Yeah, exactly. I mm. never understand it, but I'm really. Yeah, that's uh, next level. Yeah. These ones are really good. No, these are good because they have like that. The the neck, the bottleneck is nice as well. They're from Retap. It's a Danish company. Uh huh. You One of my friends used to work there. Da, da, da. Not sponsored by Retap. Yet. Could be, be cool, like, yeah, to get some uh, millennials at work mm -hmm. Retap bottles. Yeah, we can totally drink from them on Instagram. Definitely. Hello and welcome to Millennials at Work. And hello, Rasmus. Hello, Edie G. How are you? I'm wonderful. Yeah. I just had uh, a small little uh, dinner uh -huh. in one of my plastic boxes. Okay. How many dinners do you have per day? Mm, a couple. Because it was a small box, that's why. Yeah, I'm exactly. Yeah. So that was my second box of today. Okay. It's like dinner 2.2. Yeah. I normally do two or three lunches. Depending on how hungry I am. Nice. And also how much snack snacking I do. Maybe we should uh, post your eating schedule on Instagram. Yeah, maybe we that's, should. That's some content right there. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know what's also content? No, tell me about it. Today's episode is also some content. Because you know what? No. Let or me, maybe I do. Maybe you do. I think you do. But first, who are we? We're millennials at work. That I didn't say. No. No, no. What is this podcast? If you tune in for the first time, like ever, 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 and are wondering, it's two millennials, Rasmus and Edith, sitting here talking about Millennials at Work, which is a podcast about how to be and handle millennials at work. It's about what we want from a workplace, how to be our boss, and basically everything around being a young professional. So that's that's very straightforward, what we are and what we're doing here, I think. Very true. Right? And we uh, switched, or we made a small little... Uh, change in direction yeah. uh, or format of this podcast we went mm. from a very tip focused podcast to a heavy deep reflection podcast mm. those who haven't heard the previous episodes we have tried to give mega tips and uh, then we tried to also do some more loose episodes and then we i think the the, the format wasn't really clear and now we're trying to do be more reflective and now we're we'll all about uh, we're all about digging deep, yeah. sharing the deepest uh, corners of our hearts and mm -hmm. souls mm -hmm. and giving it to you, the listener, for free on your Apple podcast or whatever you listen to podcast. Any podcast 
platform. So if some of us start to cry, then uh, give us it. five stars because that's definitely worth uh, a five star review. I mean, seriously, how often do you hear someone crying on a podcast? You have to give five. How like... are you with crying, by the way? Is that our check-in? No, it's not. Okay. Um, or maybe it is. Okay, it is now. It is? Okay. Uh, I'll change it. Um, you can answer two questions. One, when was the last time you cried? Or two, how are you in general with crying? I need to get some more water, I okay. can sense. Uh, the, the second one I can answer quickly, which is, um, I don't fear crying, but I don't do it around a lot of people, but I do it quite a lot at home. I'm not a uh, at-work crier or at-school crier. I'm Have you ever been an at-work crier? In crier? the bathroom, yes. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, no. Only like once or twice. It, it's not that bad. But not from like anger or anything like that. But then I can cry at home. Yeah. So I like keep it in until the last moment when like the, the tears are just like out of the out of the eyes. It's beautiful. No, but I um I cried I cried quite often. I think it's not always like the sobbing crying like you can't breathe. That's a bit too much. Or I have to be really sad about that. Which are actually the best ones. I think so. It's like you get everything out, right? Yeah. I mean, we have to cry. That's the There's like science behind it, right? That you like release some kind of a real tension there, right? No, but the last time I cried, I think, was um, hmm, a few days ago. Um, because I had a really good weekend with uh, my cousin and her friend. And they're like young and powerful and great and they go out and they take pictures and they're like enjoying their lives you know but also working and feeling they they were just so healthy in their attitude to life and i i not that we have such a great uh, age difference you know I, but i felt a bit like a, a bit like a boring uh, millennial. <laughs> okay, so it's not a happy cry, but it was a. It was. It I'm was a more of I'm like a bit a, jealous cry. Yeah, yeah. Okay. For the, I think I've never had that kind of cry. That's a it interesting cry. If I know that at least one of them is listening, so it might be a bit awkward. But yeah, I cried after that, and then it was better because I think I like I had it in me the whole time when they were here, and I was like, <laughs> I used to be that person. <laughs> and now I'm just old. Are you a dry millennial, Sad. not dry crying millennial. over anything? <laughs> but it's uh, it was it was also a bit beautiful, you know. So I I I don't regret that cry. When did you cry? Do you cry? I hate crying. What? That's not true. I love <laughs> crying, but I don't like to cry. Uh, if that makes any sense. Uh, I'm very um, conscious and I feel so vulnerable when I, when I cry that I don't like it. Even okay. though that I, um, I'm i the kind of person who can uh, who can cry easily at movies. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm, I get very emotional. Like Titanic, just... Yeah, I mean, yeah. like, uh, have you seen the, the show uh, Extreme Home Makeover? <laughs> Move that bus! <laughs> <laughs> No <laughs> solid solid cry 100%, 100% cry guarantee cry guarantee I'm like uh wow. but I'm kind of like even if I watch it if I'm watching it with others I really try to hold back Yeah you're like but even if I um even if I watch it by myself I um I, I try so to hold good. back because it, it, I don't know oh. there's something 
so vulnerable about crying that uh, that I just uh, I don't know I I feel very uncomfortable with it. Um, but the last last time I had a really really good cry mm. uh, was actually to be very personal was when me and my ex girlfriend we broke up. Mm. Uh, I had like uh, a massive massive cry, uh, and mm. it was um, it was a it was a strange. Now I'm not going to go into the too much details, but uh, very shortly after I was watching the TV program X Factor. Yeah. Which is also a very emotional part, and that just triggered something in me. So I was like <laughs> sobbing for one and a half hours of this show, just like crying my heart out. Uh, but uh, it was a good like cleansing, good vulnerable uh, state, cleansing. Yeah, exactly. Very cleansing process for me. Yeah, but afterwards, don't you I feel? feel a I, bit I felt much better, yeah, and fresh. I was kind of like, uh, whew, I needed that. Yeah. So um, yeah, I. I really enjoy cry- crying, but I also hate it. Yeah. You hate sense. it when other people see it, maybe. Uh, yeah. That also. Mm. That also. That's How tough. are you with... Uh, okay, this is not going to be a cry podcast, but last mm. question. How are you with... Uh, how are you when other people around you cry? <sighs> that's tough. That's, bad. <laughs> that's, I, that's, that's the uncomfortable stage. Okay. Especially if you what don't do you do? feel like crying yourself. Yeah, okay. Uh, no, do you try to cry? If if someone cries because they're telling, if they're sharing a story or something that is really emotional, I can easily just ball like with them. Okay. But if it's um, then if you it's join the the crying. Yeah, yeah, but it needs to be like verbal as well. They need to like share why mm. are they crying. But if it's just um, if I just see someone crying, I just feel uncomfortable. I think it comes from my inability in my childhood to talk about emotions. Now I'm going into psychoanalysis, but it's like I wasn't really. Um, I wasn't used to going up to even my friends and asking like, what's up? Tell me. It was more like, uh, okay, this is awkward. I think you can um, figure it out on your own. Uh, sorry that I'm watching. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a bit of that still me, unfortunately. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. How are you? Um, I'm getting quite good at it. But in what way? What's good? In that I am uh, becoming much more comfortable with it, that it's okay. And I don't have to... Be responsible? Or I don't, I'm not responsible for mm. it. And, and it's uh, a natural thing. And if people want to cry, then they can cry. And um, I don't have this need to support them. Or of course, like... Solve it, maybe. Solve it or anything mm. like that. Just, uh, yeah. If people want to cry... Go ahead. I mm. think it's much better if you cry than if you hold it back. Mm. Well, and that's healthy. the last thing I want to say about crying. Yeah, enough of the crying, but it was a great check-in, I think. Thank you. Yeah. Let me paint you a picture. Thank you. Can I paint a picture? Yes. Should I close my eyes? No, you don't need to. Okay. It won't be that big of a picture. Okay. No, no, no need to do that work. <laughs> but picture this. You walk into a room, you sweaty hands, you glide around the room just in a search for a fl- friendly face. You don't see any. Then you understand that you now need to balance between looking cool but also approachable then the right amount of talking and then but also listening and you need to remember names all of a sudden you know what i'm talking about tell me edgy (laughs) 
I think we have all experienced that. It's called networking. I really enjoyed when you uh, told that story. Maybe we can implement that a bit more in the podcast, like small storytelling. No, but I totally relate to that. Especially the whole thing of being uncomfortable and uh, um, figuring out who should I talk to and who looks uh, approachable and uh, what should I say and all these kind of things. And I am horrible at it. Me too. I don't like it. It's it's, it's not an enjoyable state whatsoever. I don't like professional networking. (laughs) I like social networking. Uh Okay. We'll talk about that a bit later. That's uh, that's interesting that you divide, like, what's the, you know, where are the definitions or what do those actually mean? Why is the other one better, right? But yes, we are talking about networking today. Uh, and what's the art of it <laughs> or, like, how to how to handle networking? The I networking guess, uh, dance, I call it. Ooh, the networking dance. It's uh, one thing to to point out very early on is that with networking, we don't only mean like a meetup that uh, is called the networking event. It can be that as well. Which is the most horrible thing in the world. That's awful. You get a name tag and everything. It's like, no, no. Um, But those could be those things as well. Of course, it could be an after work. At the end of the day, it's also weddings and birthday parties and regular parties and just your everyday life as well i agree because Mm. i think networking is all of your relations Mm. Uh, everyone you know is a part of your network and um, you can network with everyone everyone you meet Mm. Uh, you can utilize to use a very uh, bad word about people (laughs) (laughs) but uh, in some certain way and you never know where, when someone can help you uh, get the right interview or meet the right person or get your job mm. or buy your product or whatever it is. Buy your app. Buy my app. <laughs> exactly. So to start with, Rasmus, why are we so stressed or maybe why are you so stressed about networking? For me, it comes down to uh, I, the fear of rejection. It's the same when I date or not when I date, when I'm uh, out on, in the club, uh, <laughs> looking for ladies. <laughs> I think it's that like uh, first initial contact. I can't do it. I'm so like scared of the of the rejection. Um, but on in one way, like it's so difficult to reject, isn't it? Yep. Like, uh, what is a rejection in this case? If it's not a club with ladies, then okay. I get get what's a rejection, but uh, in an, let's say, more networking uh, state. I think it's more the, it It would never be, a, I don't want to talk to you. Yeah, People are, in That'd general, quite nice, but it's more like, if it doesn't really click, if you don't really, mm. f- if you talk to someone and then you fe- realize within seconds, Ah, this is not working. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, oh, this is gonna suck. Like we have nothing to talk about. Because the the problem is that you also need to kind of keep in there. You know, like it doesn't really work that you're like, hi, okay. Like ten seconds later, you understand you have zero in common in this person, and you don't want this to be in your network. And you're like, oh shit, how to get out Mm. of that? It's really, really tricky. Yeah, that's 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 the worst. Do the fake uh, phone ringing. 
I think my phone was ringing. Ah, sorry about that. The best thing is when there's a friend who comes in and like kind of yeah, yeah. Uh, saves you. Saves. Oof. And then you leave them yeah. alone, and then your You're friend like, is on okay, it. Okay, getting a drink now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Very slowly backwards walking. No, but that's that that's that's so true. Yeah, and then I also think it's the exchange. There's some kind of uh, expectation um, that um, we are only talking to each other for the sake of networking yeah. and benefit. Uh, bene- uh, what is the word? To benefit. To benefit yeah. each other. Mm. Uh, create that professional contact. And I, there's something around that whole transaction or, or connection with uh, mm. with a stranger. It's just, yeah, it's just weird. Did you feel like you need to give something to them in the sense of like... D- no, it's more like, so what's your agenda? Uh-huh, hey, here's see, my yeah, agenda. Yeah. I'm looking for a job or I'm selling my app or, yeah. you know... What's the agenda that yeah. I'm trying to convince yeah, you? Yeah, what are we doing here? Yeah, exactly. It's like, what are the rules? Oh, yeah. I, I'm a person who hates silences. Mm-hmm. Like, with people who I know better and I feel comfy with, it's fine. Uh, I don't need to talk all the time. But with strangers... Most of the time. Most of the time, I do need to talk. I'm like, shut up, I talk. But... With strangers, I hate silence. It's like, and especially if you're like one-on-one conversation with a drink in hand, you're looking at each other and you're like, yeah. So um, the next thing that we could talk about, and I'm really, I think I used to think that I'm better at that with coming, if I feel really comfy or I don't know, something good has happened that day or it's the perfect event, I can I can be okay with that. But most in most cases, I actually have noticed that I'm I'm pretty bad with coming up with subjects or asking questions, it's a bit troubling as well because you want to be the person who asks questions, not like just talks whenever I'm asked something because that's just wrong. But on the other hand, like if the person isn't someone who I can not maybe relate, but that I'm fascinated about or like the person does something that's really interesting to me, I have a really hard time to find those things to talk about. And then the silence is like killing. Do you prefer to approach or be approached? Be approached, I would say, because approaching is. I remember the first day at Hyper, the very, very first day. I remember when we like started studies, and it all started with like this breakfast mingle. Oh my god, that's a nightmare of mine. Because the worst thing is that also you need to go into room which is already full of people, and everyone is in groups. Yeah. So there is no other way than just going straight into a group, and be like, "Hi." There's one way. Always be first. Uh, uh. Mega tip. It's kind of like when you go for a wedding uh, where you don't really know 80%. Always be there first because then you don't have to do the round where, hey, I'm... Uh, oh, I yeah, those are... Mm. I hate that. Uh, but I still feel like I have to do it. You are early in things. No, like I'm that. always late. Uh, are, okay. But I uh, aim to be early <laughs> in those good. things. Because then that's I don't have to... Yeah. Mm. Yeah, because that's the worst. Like, then you start the name game. You never remember yeah, yeah, those yeah, anyways. Exactly. And then you're like... Uh, I said hi to everyone, but I don't know anyone's name. No, 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 no. But the, I think no one remembers. So that's also fine. You know, no one should feel bad about not remembering names. That's stupid. I'm actually... I've thought a lot about that. Uh, of Every time I do it, I take myself in. I can't remember any of these names. Yeah. I need to like come up with a system or think about... I don't know associate them with some kind of animal so I can relate that to like create a picture uh, or anything just like 
the only purpose of me saying hello to someone is to say hi i'm rasmus i don't even listen anymore no no it's exactly. not a very good trait <laughs> no <laughs> have you have you uh watched the office uh, uh, the american one the uh the series yeah no yeah, michael michael scott who's the who's the the the, the boss there <laughs> he has this thing about remembering names doing associations which are always just like incredibly weird maybe we can can we have a sound clip of that please yes <laughs> i don't know you but i need to know you in order to sell to you that is why i have asked you to go around and tell me your names I have an amazing mnemonic device by which I have now memorized all of your names. Shirty, Mole, Lazy Eye, Mexico, Baldy, Sugar Boobs, Black Woman. I have taken a unique part of who you are and I have used that to memorize your name. Baldy, your head is bald, it is hairless, it is shiny, it is reflective like a mirror m your name is mark yes got it it works there's so many things that you need to keep in mind when you want to do networking right you need to present yourself well and then you also need to listen then you need to be inquisitive and ask right questions or interesting questions how do you do all of that? Because I just hear myself and I hear my thoughts being like, no, 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 what's the I have a thing? trick. Okay. It's the 80-20 rule. 80-20. 80-20 rule. What's that? It uh, can relate to networking or dating or meeting uh, anyone that you haven't met before. Mm -hmm. uh, it's talk 20% and listen 80%. Always works. People always like you if you talk 20% and you ask 80% question. Uh, but, but then what if uh, both do that? Yeah, but they won't. If they Never do, has happened. If you do, then uh, marry the person. Uh, but, but in, uh, then straightforward kids together yeah, with nine, them. Nine like out of ten, it's, uh, it's a 80-20 uh, game, mm. which is f fine. I mean, some people are, if you're fine with being curious... But it's uh, when you meet someone, do the 80-20 rule. Mm. Trademark right there. I think a lot of uh, times, the at least for me, also the, the, the weird feelings around networking has to do with some kind of a performance anxiety in a way that you want to... You want to perform, you see it as some kind of performance, even if at the end of the day it doesn't really matter. I mean, in some ways it can matter because it is still building your network and talking about yourself. And I do believe that matters a lot how you present yourself. But then I can put too much pressure on myself to present myself in a good way as well. You which want to is present the perfect AG. Yeah, this like this is perfect me. I do this, this and that. Here's my CV. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't need to do Mind that. Drop. Yeah, absolutely. And people are interested only if you, you just need one interesting fact about yourself people will remember you and that's so much more you say that quite often what is your one thing Edigi? is it this podcast <laughs> that's true and why why am i doing it no it's depends on the event but yeah it could be that when do you bring it into the conversation straight away <laughs> <laughs> Hello. i'm Edigi. i have a podcast nice to meet you and it's like uh, i have a podcast uh, i'm also known as edita 
No, but it's uh, that 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 is one thing though, which I uh, in a professional setting would bring bring up because I think it says a lot about me, about my interests, about how I work, about some kind of like a personal um, personal but professional thing that I that we have this podcast. So it's so it says something. Uh, but yeah, that's a question when to bring it on because probably not not when you're saying hi. But shortly after. Shortly after, yeah. like ten seconds. I want to do a shout out. Okay. I want to do a shout out to Martina, uh, a girl that I used to study with in Copenhagen. Mm -hmm. She uh, wrote me uh, because she listened to uh, the podcast. Okay. And uh, said that uh, her and two of my other friends that I also studied with, uh, they were sitting uh, in a park drinking beers and talking about how they got their job. Mm -hmm. And they uh, figured out that they all got their job... Uh, through people that they partied with. And her reflection was, especially in Copenhagen and in Stockholm also, I would say, mm -hmm. is that when you are 15 to 25, 80% of your network is people that you go out and drink with or people that you met when you're drunk. Mm. That should be so probably, yeah. Um, and how valuable it is. Mm -hmm. And what do you do if you don't drink? Yeah. Um, but it is a big problem. Yeah, I yeah. think. I mean, for me, I have a, I have a, a quite a bit ne big network, and most of them is through common friends. And uh, you know, then we met at this party, and then uh, I saw them at the ne next party, and then we became friends mm -hmm. and these kind of things. Uh, I just think it's it's fun that you can actually drink your way into a job in these days. Yeah. You absolutely can. I talk with some people who also have done that recently, and it's just. It's uh, it leaves me a bit uh, worried, of course, because I can see that uh, you're not drinking this much. No, these I days. have to step up my drinking game. To, but also, like looking back in, at my life, it's uh, I remember I was doing like this. I don't know if you have a thing like that called Shadow Day. When in um, it's a one day a year. If you're a high school student, you can go and, and then you have to catch your shadow. <laughs> you just go the whole day. <laughs> catch like each other's trying. shadows. Uh, no, you go to uh, and be. You're a shadow of someone uh, like um, a professional out there, an adult, right? So uh, I was a shadow for one day for this uh, journalist when I was in high school, uh, for a journalist in in the parliament. So I was like following him and like uh, seeing what he does and how he works. And uh, he went to the, um, he went to smoke a lot. And not because he enjoyed smoking so much, but because that's where all the, that's where all the gossip happened and all the talk. And that's where he uh. could ask the real questions. I mean, that's very exag exaggerated, of course, but still those, yeah, smoking isn't cool anymore, but don't smoke, don't smoke. We don't suggest that, but If you do, make sure you network while you do yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, seriously, if you're doing that to yourself, at least fucking network while you're doing that. So if networking is that difficult or if it, uh, if it appears so difficult... What can make it easier on us? How to how to make it easier on us to to step over ourselves and be like, fuck it, I'm going in and I'll be great at it. I'm not worrying about this. Social fluid. Uh huh. Meaning alcohol. Drink a bit. That'll I make don't it think easier. we should support <laughs> not, drinking not, and smoking not drink, that much. Not, not drink till you pass out, but just a few here and there. No, but I think. 
No, I agree. Be- besides like some, alcohol, yeah. uh, which will make the conversation uh, more fun and more mm. these kind of things. And going back to what we talked about with meeting friends that you party mm. with and these kind of things. But if you are at an actual networking uh, event, let's mm. say that just to paint a picture, if I were to go, I would think about what is it that I'm hoping to get out of it? Yeah. Is it a specific person that I want to talk to? What is it that I want to know? Uh, but also maybe have a few... Uh, questions in mind so when I go up and talk to someone I can actually have these five questions ready for when the Mm. silence appear or um, if you're more of a person who talks about yourself I would even say it's not really cheating if you think before about like is there something fun that happened today is there something fun that happened on the way here? Yeah. You know, I mean, it's a great thing to say. It's like a, an opener, icebreaker or whatever you want to say. And those things can help. And it's it's not against the rules to like think about that beforehand. If you're really mm, serious about networking, especially. You don't have to freestyle it. No, no. You can take your script out. <laughs> Just like read from it. Have like a notebook. Okay. <clears throat> Hello. I am Eddie G. <laughs> I have a podcast. Very nice to meet you. <laughs> and that's the end of it. What has helped me is uh, like thinking to myself and uh, what kind of a person I want to be. Like this evening, for example, like if I uh, if uh, I don't care. You do role playing? Yeah. yeah? <laughs> a bit of schizophrenic. <laughs> 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 no, it's more of um, sometimes I do tell myself. Just shut up and listen tonight, okay? Don't really just try to not come with your points of opinion, okay? And some night it's really like um, I do tell myself to try to go to this or that person who I also know that will be there, you know? It's like kind of setting a tone for yourself beforehand. To And it can be also not take this too seriously. And that can help you at the end. I think it's a good point with preparing a bit thinking about what is it that I want to get out of it and um, highlight the parts of yourself uh, that you want to highlight. Is it your podcast? Is it your school? Is it your education? Uh, is it your specific skill? Is it your your curious within this specific field? Um, mm. To try to highlight that. I mm. think that's a good tip. Mm. Yeah, not being too serious about it as well. It's probably great because most networking events happen in some kind of like after work or party Mm. setting and like the best thing about it is that it can actually create like these awesome hour-long conversations uh, that can end anywhere there's so many people i've heard getting jobs or clients from weddings especially i think it's something to do with sitting next to a certain person for a very long time Mm. At least that's how the tradition is here in the Nordics that that you kind of, you'd never sit with a partner that you come with, which can be like a real uh, shame. <laughs> but uh, on the other hand, like you get to really learn a lot about that person, the random person who you're sitting next to during the dinner, right? It's a coin flip. It's it can really either be very interesting yeah. or it can be very challenging. Yeah, It's gone both ways. Can you uh, tell me when you l- killed the networking game? Yeah, in a good way. In a good way. In a good way. 
I remember, like, with killing the networking game in this sense, uh, I will say that those are the moments when I felt like, this went well. I got something out of it. I got, like, uh, um, something valuable out of, for myself, right? I remember one time when I went to the event to kind of... It was a workshop and afterwards a mingle. And I went there with... Uh, actually, my my main aim was to film a live stream after the event. Um, but I was also taking part of the workshop. But because I had that live stream to kind of... I was there for something more than a workshop. And I could introduce myself as someone who will do this this thing and then like start a conversation about okay why and like what is it for like that created like a lot of um (laughs) not buzz but like interest with the people who i talked to and um i all of a sudden got like business cards and stuff like that and it was not that the live stream which i did was so influential but like um it was it just created like better conversations and i had something to like a good reason for me being there, I guess. Um, but uh, maybe those people, maybe that was one of those things that people saw that they can get something out of me. And also then just through, great, through the business cards. She's a great live streamer, that one. <laughs> yeah. We should hire her we should for hire our her. live streams. Yeah. yeah, that live stream didn't went too well, just for the record. But yeah, um, that's, that's, I think, uh, one uh, one time, yeah. I can't remember one specific time. I don't think that I've done it. I think that I'm quite good at building relationships with people that I meet. So it's not a specific like networking event or anything like that. Um, but I think in general, I am yeah good at building relationships. And I use that a lot whenever I am, I'm out looking for something. That people can remember me and that they know me and that... Maybe they even like me. Some people do. I've heard. Um, So yeah, I I, I don't think that I've... I think that I'm a natural networker, Mm. but not in the networking sense. More in the sense of building some kind of relationship with whoever I meet. Isn't that a harder work though? Not for me. No. Because then there's no pressure on it. It's more like you're here, I'm here. And then uh, it's just about... Yeah, curious. So when you go into a networking event, you just like, okay, well, after work. Yeah. You look at it as, um, let's say, an after work in another company. If Mm. your company was going there as well, like with a bunch of people and you were part of it and then you went into it, you would just, do you set your mind of being like, I'm building relationships now. No. I'll be friendly. No, not even close. I don't really think about it. I don't really network that much. I mean,. I'm just trying to figure out. I think it's I'm very friendly <laughs> to new people that I meet. I'm mostly very friendly to new people that I meet. Yeah, I don't know. I'm. I. I it's just it comes very natural to me to talk to people, and um, I think there's something. Uh, this will be a bit maybe weird for people who also don't know you, uh, but for the for the context, it's. Uh, uh, or for those who don't know Rasmus, I can say that when uh, one thing that is very distinct about you, when you talk to people, or and it doesn't really matter who you talk to, you the eye contact is like intense. In, I mean, <laughs> some people. I mean, when I talk, if I feel really comfortable, I can keep the eye contact. 
But if I'm not really sure about what I'm saying, if I'm on the spot, I can, I know myself that I like, I drift my eyes, just like go somewhere else. Um, the main thing is, of course, to keep the eye contact when the other person is talking, because you want to feel, I mean, you want to be interested, right? And you do it super well. I mean, when, when people talk to you, they feel like you're interested. And that's like such a strength or like such a good characteristic, or I don't know if you do it on purpose or you're just really interested. Maybe don't uh, don't share it now because otherwise all the people are like <laughs> <laughs> you're like I don't fucking care. I just have good eyes. Thank you. I, I take it as a compliment. Uh, you're welcome. It was, mm-hmm. and I think that that um, whatever lies within that is why I uh, am fairly good at networking uh, or building relationships. I think because people want to feel that they're listened to that's what what you said before that's the main thing right exactly. that's that's when they will feel safe and all that stuff so maybe it really is about ask the questions as much as possible and 80, then 20. turn to 80 20 80 20 80 g yeah it's time for the checkout it's time for the checkout i have a fun one uh-oh. It might be fun. It might also be very unoriginal. This would go wrong. It's probably a bit of both, maybe. Depending okay. on how you take on the challenge. Mm-hmm. I want you to uh, pick up your keyring and then tell a story with uh, something that is within that keyring. And I'll do the same. <laughs> oh, I, I so wish right now that the thing was still there, though. I mean, the thing within this keyring, because... I just broke my one. Okay. Getting it out. Should I start? Yeah. So mine looks like a, it's super strange. It's this. Um, <laughs> it's a. It's a rubber, like really small, like maybe four by three centimeters, right? Ah, that's a bit too much. <laughs> Is it one and a half by two? What? Nay. Oh, okay, maybe. Well, anyways, small. Um, rubber. Uh, purple purple rubber uh photo frame actually mm-hmm. there was a photo in between that and the photo was of my little of my younger brother and he just looked so ridiculously funny <laughs> there that i uh, because uh, in latvia we do these uh, you probably did these as well the school photos once yeah. a year right and and then you get like the portraits and then you get it like this as well in a key ring to give to your parents and i just like found it at home one day and i was like i'm taking this this is way too funny <laughs> um he just looked so cute and weird there uh but then uh, i lost the photo i'm sorry my brother it doesn't it doesn't look like it's um that it holds the picture very well. Well, no, as you can see, it it yeah. didn't. <laughs> yeah, so no, it's not made for that. Really, I don't really like the. It's it's fine for the keyring because it's like you can uh, you can easily find it when you're in your hand with your bag, with your hand in your bag. Yes, but um, I wish there was the photo. Well, me too. Mm. Um, I have. Where is it now? Have I lost it? Uh oh. Ah, that's not good. You have a lot of keys. I do have a lot of keys. I just lost the one that I want to talk about. Well, we can imagine. No? May- okay, then I can talk about this specific key. Oh, the key. Okay. It's the key for my uh, door in my apartment. And um, I am very bad at keeping things. Mm-hmm. I lose things quite often. I thought that I lost my keys. Okay. 
and uh, That's a shitty I had to travel the next day, so I had to get into my apartment. I couldn't wait for my roommate to get home. Mm-hmm. So I had to call a, a, a door a lock a lock Locker, man do, do, door lock man. <laughs> door lock man. Someone who can break into my apartment and mm-hmm. fix the the goddamn keys. So he did that. Cost me a bunch of money, okay. like a lot of money. Um, and then um, after he did that, then I walked down to the station and then I heard this sound. Nay. And then it was because there was a hole in my jacket and then it, um, that it went, so it was inside my jacket. Like on the back somewhere. Yeah, exactly, that, that on thing. my back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So nice. I actually bought this uh, product called, called Tile. That yeah. I can always uh, locate where my keys are, but now I've lost that somewhere. That so, <laughs> so it's I'm back to being fucked. Ah, that's the story okay. of my life. I can't even. Ah, I don't know uh, even more. Keys isn't your thing. You just keys need is a, not my thing. You need an app for that. That's it. Exactly. Since, I think. But something that is my thing. Yeah. Is Instagram. Oh yes, whose thing isn't Instagram? Come on. You can uh, if your thing is also Instagram. You can uh, go in through the app or the website if you're one of those people uh, and search for mill underscore at work yeah. and then uh, follow us. We uh, throw up some funny content every now and then. Yeah. Some we, stories, uh, some feed. Yeah, exactly. Every, every th- everything that um, maybe even some, some votes. Oh, yeah. Sometimes there's votes and yeah. all the gifts as well. Yeah, some gifts also. Mm. And you can uh, go straight into the DM if you have any feedback, any good tips or thoughts or reflections mm-hmm. on uh, what you have listened to today. Yeah. You can also go into uh, iTunes or Apple uh, Store or what's it called? Find Millennials at Work. Mm-hmm. Give us a five-star review. Leave yeah. a f- nice little comment if you like the, the podcast. You can send it to a friend. You can There's so many things you can do with this podcast. It's insane. Throw it out on LinkedIn if oh, you want yes. to. Yeah. If you want to be a part of the podcast, you can reach out if mm-hmm. you have something interesting to say. There's so many opportunities, but uh, we have to shut down here. Yeah, we just we have to go. So just figure out the best way how you want to deal with this podcast, and you hear from us next week. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Bye. Bye. I'm a millennial. I'm a millennial. I'm a millennial.